Ah, it's deprogrammed. Hello, my name is Justin Wilson, and uh, I'm your not-so-humble host. Today we're going to be talking about Hanson, and uh, I told you guys it was going to happen eventually. We had to get to bands that uh, I like, dislike, or I'm just in in between on. Uh, The lame stuff first. Uh, Patreon.com slash Radio Free Radio. Please hit that up. A dollar a month gets you everything we do here at the station and uh i think that's uh, that's a pretty that's a steal man when you really think about it um you get every show who and who would be calling the station at this time unbelievable i can't believe somebody is calling um i can't answer it so uh we're um we're gonna be talking about hansen today so let me introduce you to my panel and the panel is one person and one person only my lovely wife, Kristen. Hi. <laughs> All right. So this is a please explain episode. And to, to, to me and just about probably anybody that's going to be listening to the program. Because Hanson has this rap of Mbop. And that's it. And technically that places them in, in one hit wonder category. But what I I've never understood about them, and, and we'll get into you know my official handsome position, you know before we get into the list. Uh, it, why are they not considered a one-hit wonder? Why did why why are they considered mbop and a joke? I, I don't understand that. So that's got to be pretty frustrating for you as a fan of the band. Just a bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't be afraid of this mic, hon. Oh, okay. There you go. I'm short, so it needs to be kind of down here. You can hear yourself all right, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. (laughs) So explain to people what it is about Hanson that that drew you in. Because you've been a longtime fan, pretty much uh, from Mbop on, yes? Yes, I have. So what is it that drew you in about about Hanson? Um, The first thing that caught my attention was Mbop. I loved the song. Right, it's a pop song. Yeah, I mean, the first time I heard it, I instantly fell in love with it. But then um, the first time I heard the song, I was actually saw the music video. So I'm watching the music video and I see these kids like, you know, they're my age and they're playing instruments. And uh, it just caught my attention and I had to find out more about them. So that led you to Middle of Nowhere, the first record? Yeah, that led me to that. So... Um. <laughs> so I, I mean, fan is short for fanatic, and and Hanson fans are just that fanatics. Yes, for the most part, yeah, yeah we are. <laughs> we um we definitely love our band for sure, and we are we're diehard and we're very loyal. Uh, most of us. Just last week, um, very good friend of the show, you know him as well, uh, Alfredo Torres. He was on. We were talking about Primus, and he said. And, and this dude has worked shows all over the place. He said that Hanson is the only show that he's aware of where people were sleeping, waiting for tickets at the Norva. They were waiting to get in to the Norva. They were around the block, sitting and sleeping. Yep. That's, uh, that's nuts. The only ones, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I thought that was sort of a typical thing that fans did. I never realized that no. um, us Hanson fans were that... Um, no, we're kind of, we like to get in, in front and, yeah. <laughs> um, there's so many of us that are so die hard that you have got to do that if you want to be front center. So it's, it's, that's about being front and center. That's about being as close to the band as, as possible. Yeah. So the they, I mean, you're going to get in, yeah. they, they don't usually sell out. Right. So, oh, okay. So it's not, not about. You know, selling out the building. It's about just trying to be as close as possible. Yeah. Okay. So, what is it about their live show, though? Because you've seen them, I don't know, countless times, even just since we've been together. Yeah. Well, actually, I, well, we've been together so long, which today's our anniversary. Yes. But <laughs> <laughs> that I think I had only seen them one time before oh. we even got to it, maybe twice. Right. Um, since we got together. So... <laughs> Um, most of the time, you know of the times that I've seen them. Well, we, so. we traveled notoriously to Towson, Maryland. And uh, <laughs> I wasn't that like an acoustic show? It wasn't even... It was. It was during their underneath acoustic uh, tour. 
they didn't have very many stops on that tour. So, yeah, I traveled to go see them. Um, yeah. So my stance on Hanson, first of all, this is a convince me up. So if, if you're listening, um, open your ears. Uh, you know, actually give it a chance. Give the band a chance. That's really why I wanted to do this because <laughs> I'm not swayed. Um, I've listened. I've been listening to Hanson. Today's our 11th wedding anniversary. We've been together 13 years. I'm not swayed. Like I, I don't know that there's anything, unfortunately, that they could do that could make me a fan of them. But one thing I have always said is I'll go to bat for them because they write their own music, they play their own instruments. You gotta respect a band, and you know we'll get into even more of the specifics. Like I, I've even had an evolution of my respect for them in the recent years. We watched the um, "Strong Enough to Break" uh, thing, the, yeah, the documentary. The documentary. And yeah, I feel like that needs a explanation or follow up. The writing their own music and playing their own instruments, because you say a band like that's what bands do. Yeah, I mean, but um, so that I mean. Whoa. You you expect that that's what a band is going to do. But the era that they came from, that they were, you know, spawned out of, where it was a boy band era. Yeah. So people kind of categorize them as a boy band, uh, and but they, they aren't. They weren't then, and they never were, and they never have been. They just happened to be boys that they, were in a band. Exactly. Um, that girls went crazy over. Like, you know, God forbid there be boys that girls go crazy over. That's not a boy band. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, so. that, yeah, that is what it is because the, they got that boy band treatment as far as right. like the girls went nuts. The girls right. went ape, ape over them and right. they just really were, were drawn to them. Yeah. So, I mean, again, as a fan, as some, I mean, because you were one of those girls initially. Mm-hmm. As a fan, when does the evolution become okay? It's not about these are these are cute boys. It becomes more about these are dudes writing their own tunes. Um, from the start, it was that for me personally. Um, I think that a lot of they obviously lost a lot of their fans because, you know, along the way, because um, their music lent itself more towards, you know, they're a little bit more deep and they were growing up and you weren't this, you know, we're not teenagers anymore that go nuts over cute guys. Um, And the fans that are left are for the most part, we're married, and, you know, it's just not about that anymore. So I think just growing up is sort of where that evolution happened. Um, but, I, you know, I don't know. I, I feel like from the get-go, I was drawn to them, not because I thought they were, like, cute guys, um, although that was an added bonus. <laughs> but um, I don't I don't know. That's a really good question, babe. I didn't um, well, uh, let me ask you this: Do you do you feel like a lot of the fans have evolved past that? Because n- now I see a lot of stuff going around on the Facebook machines and whatnot. Oh my God, they're hot! You know, they're they're hot men now. Yeah, um, you know, no, I, I'll I'll be honest. We like looking at good looking guys, right? <laughs> and they're good looking guys. Um, so it's not the same as it was. And a lot of what we, a lot of it's nostalgia. They make. When you go to a show, when when me as a 31-year-old adult goes to a Hanson show, it does take you back. Like, you feel like a teenager again. It is nostalgic just because when you've been a fan so long, it just, it the excitement is there. It kind of takes you back to feeling that. Um, so even though it's not about that anymore, you still get that giddy, you know, feeling. It's fun. Right. So. All right. So... Let me ask you this then, because mm-hmm. I actually was privy to your song selection, um, <laughs> and I'll explain the rules of of a please explain here in a minute. But um, your favorite record? What's your favorite Hanson record? Yeah, so you already know when I was going through and, and getting a list together, my favorite record is "Shout It Out" from start to finish. Um, I can listen to it from 
start to finish. I don't ever skip a song. And um, many of my favorite songs and the ones that are on made my list are from Shout It Out. It was really hard for me to not choose every single song from that record to put on my list. Now you know how I feel, almost on a weekly basis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was hard. So... All right, I, I, there's still a couple more things I want to get into before we start, you know, breaking this down. Um, strong enough to break. Now, this was the the next evolution in my respect for this band. Um, watching what they went through, this was between uh, this time around and underneath, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so this time around it was their sophomore effort, mm-hmm. which um, is closer to that that quote unquote typical Hanson sound which i don't know how that could be a thing because it was only their second record but where i gained respect they got in a a major quabble with their label uh their label kept telling them their sounds didn't their songs didn't sound handsome enough they these didn't they they basically wanted mbop sequels yeah and yes i mean they couldn't even figure it out what exactly it was they were talking about yeah um (laughs) But they got in a major quabble with them, and they eventually left their label and started their own. Which, at that time, nobody was doing that. That was That's a pretty major move. Yeah, it's sort of become a thing to do now. Yeah. But, um, this was back in 2001, 2002. I think that they started their label in 2002. I, I'm, a terrible, I'm a terrible fan. I don't know exact dates and... Um, you know, when albums were released and when all this stuff happened. Oh, I'm happened. terrible with dates, too. But, um, <laughs> I mean, I guess that makes me a bad fan. I don't know. But um, I think it was around in 2002 that they started their own record label um, and went independent. And it's sort of where everybody thought they were just gone. Yeah. Um, and it was a really long time that they went through this struggle between these albums. So I think that they really did lose a lot of fans you had to really like search for them and hunt to figure out what they were doing um you had to try um to find it yeah so because it had been so long between album release all right so we're gonna start getting into the songs here now this is a please explain ep- episode because again i'm not a Hanson fan um this is in hopes to be able to move the needle for somebody else Maybe not necessarily make them fans, but maybe pull them off the... These guys are definitely more than Mbop wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, for this, this is great because I didn't have to do any work. I got. I, I love this. Uh, it lands squarely on your shoulders. The, the list is completely <laughs> yours. Um, now, typically in these, there was only one other person we were thinking about bringing in here. It was, it was Jenny Lynn Blake. Uh, but she's had surgery recently, so we didn't want to drag her out here to the studio clubhouse and, and make her talk about Hanson. Um, I don't, you know, plus we kind of decided last minute to actually do it. So, um, again, you're bringing 30 songs, you are bringing 30 songs to the table in an effort for us to combine that down to, I say combine, but we're going to narrow it down to 10. I have veto power over songs. There are going to be songs that I'm going to just absolutely say no. We both know that there's already one automatically in, so you decide where you play that. There's <laughs> one. There's one song I like. There's one Hanson song that I actually like and tell people I like. There's others that don't make me hate everything. <laughs> and I guess I guess to be fair, again, before we get into into the the um to the actual you know list. Han- listening to Hanson doesn't make me angry. You're never going to see me, you know, take out a Hanson CD and pop it in the CD player. But I'm not going to get like you've seen me with like radio songs when when the radio comes on, like oh, yeah. my complete change in mood. Out of out of if anything, I'm just indifferent when it comes to Hanson. I just kind of you know whatever. And more often than not, if I'm have if I'm swayed towards please take it out it's because it's something you've played a lot recently (laughs) yeah so i just want to be fair to them because again i i i think they're 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 really good at what they do it's just not for me so hopefully you know this will sway somebody uh sway somebody in the other direction so i've taken your the liberty of taking your 30 and putting it into my trello i will let you 
play start and finish wherever you want to play a song and then we'll talk about it uh where do you want to start well i i don't want to start with number one so that's just too lame to do i'm going to start with this song that i know is your favorite yeah (laughs) and which is already home yep that one's in (laughs) so um already home is kind of a song about life struggle and um i don't know are we just are we going through the song a little bit like what do you yeah, mean play a, it well you put you by saying the song title you've now the song is in play so we're we're discussing the song on whether or not it's going to get on the list so okay. um what i like about already home is you were watching um as a uh hnet fan member you right. had access to like it was a live stream yeah they were they were writing this song on yeah. their stream yeah and it was like a behind the scenes um what's it called like when they're track like going back and putting in little overdubs overdubs and, they yeah. were doing overdubs and so just w- watching their process and there's um the part uh what uh let's just circle back right back to the eye of the storm mm-hmm Oh oh oh! That part, like yeah. watching them do that, like the the harmony in that, right? And um, it's kind of like the finished product is kind of a rocker, especially for Hanson, which led me. I honestly, if I'm being completely honest, after shout it out, uh, which I don't hate, I can listen. I'll listen to shout it out again, not on my own <laughs> on my own terms but if you pop in shout it out i'm not going to get grumpy because it's it's not a cd i dislike uh but i had high hopes for anthem after hearing already home because i thought that they were about to take this like a, a more rocking approach to their songwriting i mean you know it didn't turn out that way but yeah. already home is is a good song i have no qualms saying that and i think that if you listen to already home and don't like it there's something missing in here because it is, it is a good song. Yeah. It's about you know you're going out looking for something else, and you have a friend or you know whoever Hanson's role is in yeah. this song. Your your friend, your buddy, um, is like okay, you you go ahead, and but you're already home. Like this is where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Um, you keep running, running circles, but you end up right back at the eye of the storm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then um, the breakdown when you're all fed up and being when down. you're all fed up being down, yeah. you can come home to this town. Yeah. Um, so it's just sort of a basic, like go find yourself, figure it out and you'll eventually you'll see that this is where you're supposed to be. All three of the guys take their turns at, at writing and, and singing as you go through the discography. You know, I've been listening to them through you long enough that i can tell the difference between through taylor has a very soulful voice and it's very prominent in here yep. in this song like especially like i was saying the the uh that breakdown part like the soul behind his voice when you're all fed up and being down mm-hmm. it's it's outstanding and you really yeah. actually feel what he's saying he puts emotion and for the most part he is very emotionally driven in his song and his um delivery um i don't know he i love taylor i love his voice i gravitate towards zach typically um there have been renditions of the song lucy that um and i i'm not putting this one into play it's not on my list it's a personal favorite but um don't think that it would be one that would convince anyone um, there have been renditions of acoustic versions of certain songs of theirs that I, this wave of emotion will come over me because the emotion and the soul that all three of them, um, but mo- mostly you hear it out of Taylor and I hear it, I hear it out of Zach. Um, it, it'll get you, it'll, it'll tug at your heartstrings pretty good. You feel it for sure. All right. So we've got one song in. You've, you played smart. You got the one in that you knew that knew. was going to land. <laughs> yeah. So now the rest is a crapshoot. You have no idea. A crapshoot. All righty. Um, you know. I was telling you that there's like five or six that, you know, on the on the way. You're going to make me guess? 
<laughs> well, I mean, that's what this is going to be from here out. Uh, on the way, we just got back from New York, New York, and on the way up and, and back, we were listening to Hanson songs and you know, listening to them on the way up and back. There was a couple that I was like, oh, you know what? Okay, I could see that. And I'm I'm also taking the approach of, as somebody who's not a fan, somebody who isn't a fan should listen to these, and they won't they won't be annoyed you know they might have a different different outlook on the band as well yeah but it's your play all right i'm trying to figure out which one i'm gonna do i i think i'm gonna go with um crazy beautiful i'm gonna put that one in a play next um crazy beautiful is a song that's just it's it's a feel-good song and it's a love song i mean it's called crazy beautiful so, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> he doesn't like it. I'll I'll let it remain in the conversation. We can come back to oh, it later, just in it's case. It's a sappy love song. I get it. I don't know. You you <laughs> joked about it on the way up. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I hear that song, all I can think about is that dumb Kirsten Dunst movie, Crazy Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And no matter what, uh, we'll leave it in the convo instead of. Because there's there are a couple here that I'm going to straight up veto. Well, I have to say, part of the reason I put it on this list is because I've been listening to Hanson at work and such, and that song will come on, and coworkers will walk by my desk and go, "Oh, what's that? Who's that you're listening to?" They people like that song, so I feel like it's on a con- it's on it's a player in the convince me list because it's a it's a good song that I know that. Mostly girls that like sappy love songs and being told they're beautiful (laughs) (laughs) would like. It's a song that would possibly convince them. And Hanson is really good at writing love songs that make girls feel like, wow, they're really sweet and that's special. So, and that's one of them. All right. So let's play another one. Okay. Um, How about Give a Little? Yeah. Yeah, that's got to be in. For Give a Little. Give a Little is so good that rap artists or R&B or, I don't know, producers, music writers, have taken that song and done their versions of it. Oh. um, Which I don't know if we can play or not. But um, I did not play for for you, so I don't know if you've heard it. I've definitely posted it to my Facebook. And I love their versions of it. Just like R&B versions. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so and um, give a little is shout it out, right? Yes. Okay, so shout it out is while it's not a direct Motown record, there is very much a, a Motown feel to shout it out. A lot of horns, a lot of yeah, soul. Very much. Um, so like it, it would make sense that that would play as an R and B song. I I think give a little is a good play. It's a I don't I don't mind the song when it comes on i love the guitar riff at the at the beginning it's simple but it's it's catchy you know it's it's fun it's you know and i mean and it starts in when she walked in with her painted lips so it has that good like um it's like a story and again it's like okay he's noticing this girl and but it's not some girl it's somebody that he loves but he's still noticing her like it's the first time so um but it's just cute it's just a really cute i think it's a cute song and it's really super fun yeah all right so give a little is in i i agree about that what well let's go to the next one oh geez um carry you there Mm. So I am a big sucker for these songs about being just loyal and friendship. Right. And um, it's one of my favorites. Also from Shout It Out. Yeah. <laughs> so in the emotion, you were talking about them putting that, that emotion um, into their songs. It's there in this one. Like hardcore, one of the first times I heard it, I just goosebumps, chills. Um because you really feel like they mean it. And it's one of those songs, there's a, I'm trying to think of the exact line that I'm wanting to refer to here. But um, the very start of it, I don't care what you say. I don't have use for your words anyway. 
Um, you don't need a Cadillac. I'll be waiting with my bare back to carry you there. So it's just, it's a, it's a very basic song about, you know, calling upon them and your time in need. Mm. So he doesn't like it. What, <laughs> what are you going to do? Um, <laughs> I don't know. You don't believe in, in being a good friend there? <laughs> no, I do. I feel like there was another one somewhere, but. Um, yeah, Use Me Up. Do you want to play that one here, too? Uh, yeah, we can play that one. All right, so I'm vetoing Carry You There. All right. All right, so Use Me Up is up on the chopping block. It's it's almost the, the same thing. It's a very similar song. Uh, Use Me Up is a is a sang, song by Zach. Um, Carry You There is sung by Taylor. Right. So some, you know, prefer the emotional... Um, the voicings of one over the other use me up i really like because it sounds like this kind of sad song um, but it's really condescending right and zach is famous for that it, it sounds one way but he if you really listen to it it's saying something different so it's really condescending like please use me up because no one ever does yeah you know, use me up. And uh, he rep- it's very repetitive, use me up. If you don't like repetitive, long, drawn-out songs, it wouldn't be the song for you. But the repetitiveness is there's no other way that you would sing it. There's no other way that you would say it, I guess. I don't know how else to right. describe. But um, I don't know. It's just a... A lot of these, it's just really hard. Like, it's a good song to me. It's a song about, I'm just here, I'm here, just use me up. Yeah. Uh, do what you're going to do to me. This, I'm I'm going to go ahead and leave it in the conversation. And okay. again, over, I'd take use me up over carry you there. So I, I'll leave use me up in the conversation. It's it's more way pulled back, way more reserved. It's It's a different sounding song it's like just piano yeah it's piano and zach and uh some harmony yeah i mean all right so you're still trying to guess there's four I more am. there's still four more that i was like you know what i think i think those should be in eh, I'm, and i don't know what so i'm gonna go for like a feel good just something fun song um, I really like something going round. Okay. Um, so it's just a really feel good song. It starts off just fun. I've got this something that's been going around. You don't know it, but you need it. It's a Taylor putting his soul behind, um, behind it. He's just belting out, belting it out. And it just feels so good. Um, but the beginning of it. I think it belongs in the conversation. It's not one of those ones I think is automatically uh, in. No, so, I mean, again. You don't, you don't like that I keep falling asleep at the wheel line? I think it's, <laughs> well, I mean, I'd have to pay closer attention uh-huh. to get that. <laughs> but uh, I think I think it's a good, fun song. I think it's, it's worthy of, of conversation. I think... Again, it's one of those songs that you know maybe would draw somebody in. So I think it should be in the convo, but it, it's not one that convinced me. Well, I think the other thing I like about that song is it's a, a Taylor Isaac, bou- you know, bouncing off like, exchanging. He's singing one lyric, and then and it's just a song that's great live because you're singing along to it. Um, songs like, which another one I'll put in the conversation is Hey. Um, fun live super fun because you can chant you sing along to it they're getting you involved in the song you know they're uh, your red pumps and your cadillac blues that is just a fun song about um which i I guess i'm throwing that one out there and i know you're not going to be a fan of hey that's hey (laughs) yes I don't know the words. All right. So, hey, but hey is pretty obvious. And they're, hey, hey. So there's a part in the song. It, it's 
I don't, I wouldn't even, it's not scat, but it's just fun. Um, your red pumps and your Cadillac blues. You like boots and expensive perfume. All right, so you're singing that at con- in the concert uh-huh. or in the show, and then one half the audience is singing that, the other half the audience is singing, hey. <laughs> and then, you know, I mean, it's just fun. Okay. It's super fun. All right, well. I got to throw it out there. That's No, that's fine. I, uh, I didn't, I didn't get that. Because obviously, number one, I haven't seen them live. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I can only go by the record experience, and the, the record experience didn't draw me in. So. so that one, speaking of, ones that are fun live and that made the list kind of for that purpose. Well, it, again, Where's the Love? Okay. Um, where's the Love? Fans, we've been listening to that one for over 20 years. They play it at, you know, most shows. And it's another one that's fun live. You're jumping around. Um, we twirl our hands around our heads when we listen to that one. So, and it's just something we've always done. Um, so it makes you feel connected as a member of the audience to, to just listen to this song that you've been listening to for 20 years. Um, it's a song that every handsome fan is going to know because it's from their first release. Mm-hmm. So, vetoed. Uh-huh. That's fair to be in the conversation but i'm not <laughs> no way no chance not know how not now not never is that one getting in all right all right i tried yeah um but i as far as i can tell i think there's only like three or four more that i'm going to straight up veto so it depends on where you play them so i already talked about those two i, I don't imagine i think you you're missing an obvious one I mean, strong enough to break. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I want to say, um, I didn't, did I talk about tonight already? No. Okay. So strong enough to break is number two on my all time favorite list. Um, it's a very personal song to, to Hanson because it's basically in a nutshell, a story of their struggle with their record company their label breaking from it that's the name it's the um title to their documentary is called strong enough to break um so it's just it's very meaningful and personal to them and i think many people can relate to this song if you've ever been frustrated and feel like you're trapped but you're reached you've reached that threshold that breaking point where you feel strong enough to break free of it right I agree. Um, I don't think it's one of the songs that I like per se, but I think it's important um, in the the specter of Hanson because, like you said, it's it's the one that came after the big. They decided to go indie. Um, it, it's it's a good song. Um, you know, it's it's. Uh, I don't know the actual words. The going into the strong enough to break you keep coming yeah um i keep stumbling i um feeling the walls close in this is harder than you think people okay i know these you know there's gonna be some friends and fans of mine that are gonna be like really Kristen. (laughs) um (laughs) like throwing all the songs in in at one time um Things keep coming and I keep stumbling. I start feeling the walls closing. Yeah. Yeah, I start and feeling and then I start feeling strong enough to break. Yeah, and, and, but underneath it, um, Isaac has like a little fun little guitar lick. Yeah, I've always liked that guitar lick. Um, speaking of, I, I, meant, I wanted to put little blurbs in here about certain aspects of certain songs that just make them make it great. Um, some of these songs are just the guitar. I mean, quintessential Hanson. Let's see if this is one of them. Lost without each other. Nope. Okay. Qu- <laughs> well, I'm throwing that one into play. Even Which though one you've is already that? said. Um, actually, okay, I want to talk about Lost without you first. Okay. So Lost without you I is on Anthem. Play. Yeah. So um, Lost without you is on Anthem. So it's one of their newer ones. They were originally going to release that one as their single from that album. 
because it is so quintessential Hanson. And there's that great guitar solo. It's there in my arms tonight. It's nothing that I wouldn't do. I just want to be the one you're holding on to. It's a love song. Yeah. It rocks. Um, there's a great guitar solo in it. Feels good. There's a really great energy to that song. Right. I'm not putting that one through. I think that we can come back to it if we don't get ten. But um, I there's a really great energy to that song, especially in in the hook like you were singing. Uh, it's got a, a fun uh, guitar riff. Again, it's just so energetic with the drums underneath. Yeah. So I, you know, I I agree. I think that one belongs in the conversation. So the original one I mentioned was Lost Without Each Other is the that song starts out with actually yeah you know what yeah don't go don't yeah. go tell me you're all right i think that one's in there's no room for getting up see i you know i start singing i want to sing it um <laughs> i that one's um it wasn't one of the six that i was talking about yeah it wasn't one of the six ones but that riff is so infectious. Yeah. Again, fun. It's yeah. real fun. So, no, I think that one's in. That uh-huh. one's in. All right. So, next. We've already got four in, hon. Really? Yeah. I don't know what else to talk about. One of uh, my favorites has always been Go. And I talked to, to you about this before, but... um. Some songs just have sentimental value to me. And um, being our anniversary, I guess it's something I can talk about. But Go is sort of about this relationship that, you're, I mean, he says, go if you want to go, but stay if you want to know the way through the mess we've made. Right. So it's just this, it's this song about, look, I love you, but I want whatever's going to make you happy is what as I'm going to be okay with. So if you want to go, then go. Um, And that's another personal song of Zach's. And he's talked about that before. Um, It's just, it's a relationship song. And I feel like a lot of people can relate to that. Like you love somebody so much that you just want whatever is going to make them happy. And if what makes them happy is leaving Leaving the situation, leaving the relationship, whatever it may be. Um, Our son is freaking out because it started raining. Oh. The kids are here in the studio. They're they're ha- they're playing. They're having fun. But uh, it's <laughs> they're a little raining. distracting, just yeah. slightly. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> no, you're fine. I was done. So, well, um, but th- Go has always been one of my favorites. Uh, okay, I, I was. I don't know that Go was necessarily on the veto block, but I'm gonna slide it over the conversation. After did I, hearing did your I explanation. Did I kind of convince you? Yeah. Woo! I think, again, I think you played the anniversary card, uh-huh. and that kind of opened me up a little. So, all right. So, what's next? Um, Still think you're missing a really obvious one if you want to get one in. I do not know what that could possibly be. I feel like you I'm told me it was in your top ten, too. Penny and me? Mm. You can play it if you want. Well... One that I think, and you like songs that rock out and is on my list and has a great, starts with a great drum solo, is And I Waited. So it starts out with this just great drum solo. Um, And I waited, waited for something to arrive. Gotta keep this beat alive. Because she keeps me satisfied. I think that's the line. <laughs> so It's um, not one of the ones, but I'm, move, I'm sliding that over to the combo too because I feel like, again, it's, it's a bit of a rocker. And I think, uh, yeah. I think it's not something people expect out of Hanson. Yeah, I mean, right from you, you listen to that song, the very beginning, you're like, whoa. Uh, just that drum solo to, to open it up is just fantastic. You're missing like a crazy, crazy, crazy obvious uh, one. Tragic Symphony? No. Dang it. <laughs> well, um, so Penny and Me and Tragic Symphony are both 
on my list as feel-good songs. Hmm. Penny and Me, when I first heard that one, on the un- I heard it acoustically in the Underneath Acoustic album. Um, man, the first thought that came to my mind was, they did it again. I mean, I literally thought that. I was like, they did it again. Because it immediately took me back to, like, Umbop. Right. Like, just this amazingly catchy, fantastic song that makes you feel so good. Um, but, you know, in concerts now, it's funny. This song came out before Taylor's daughter was born. But Taylor's daughter's name is, it's actually Penelope, but they call her Penny. Hmm. So at concerts, he dedicates the song to his daughter. Huh. Um, which also makes it sort of special. And um, so, again, just a fun song. Penny and Me was on my veto block. I'm oh, really? Yep. Man. I'm vetoing Pen- Penny and Me. Vetoing Penny and Me. Yep. I'll, I'll take note of that. <laughs> um, so we talked about... So one that I put on my list that you could not find on Spotify, because it's an older song, is... Um, stories, which I actually made you listen to on yeah. our way to New York. Um, it's an old song. Um, it is acoustic only, and the harmonies are amazing. And the the great thing about this song, they recorded it when in what ninety three. It's one of their songs from um, Three Car Garage. It's. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it. It's a love song, and they wrote it when they were, like, really, really young. Isaac was probably 13. Yeah, so, I mean, the other two were roughly I our mean, kids' ages. Right. Like, Zach would have been my daughter's age. My daughter is nine. Uh, a lot of these older songs, and you, have to, you guys have to think, um, you guys, I'm referring to you listeners, I guess, <laughs> at this point, instead of just, just my husband <laughs> or just Justin over here. But um, songs like Umbop and um, Where's the Love and, again, Stories, the song I chose to put on my list, are songs they wrote when they were so young. Like, they got life. They understood relationships, love, and loss. Um, at such a young age, they get it. They, they just, I can't imagine my nine-year-old taking part in writing and recording songs like stories. Yeah. When we were young, stories were told of how I kissed you sweet like people said there was a connection between us. It starts, it's so cute and Yeah, sweet. it's an adorable song. And I, for that reason, I, I'm sliding it over to the end co- in the convo. And just the harmony. Yeah. I mean, who it gives you goosebumps, for the harmonies sometimes. Well, that, me, but okay, for me, it gives <laughs> me goosebumps. If you are a sucker for harmony, which I am, um, I've always, I used to sing and I did a lot of harmony stuff, um, three-part harmonies. I'm a sucker for it. Yeah. I love it. Well, it, I guess to that point, that's, uh, again, one of the earlier evolutions of they went from just those mbop guys to okay maybe I'll pay attention to them. You played for me a, a live record, and they open with a cover of Op- Radiohead's "Optimistic." Yeah, <laughs> and they know how to rock. That's for sure. And it's th- harmony, like they harmonized, and just I'm like, I don't yeah. want to say I was blown away, but I was completely You're shocked. Like, how did they do that? I was completely <laughs> shocked that Hanson, this band that I thought was just three little boys <laughs> just covered Radiohead and did it well. Uh, so to your point, they're outstanding. If, if you like harmony, there's no chance that you're not going to like Hanson. There's no chance. Cause it happens just about every song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every song. Um, I can't believe you're missing this, this one super duper, super duper obvious. I one. feel like I went through thinking about something. That's the one. Oh, I, I okay. <laughs> well i mean so. okay so that's a f- again a fun song it's got a l- it's got cowbell in it the video has weird al in it yeah acting a fool uh it's a throwback to the blues brothers video yeah uh there's a lot working for th- for this song again i wouldn't call myself necessarily a fan of it but it has all this stuff i could i couldn't when, when i heard this song I couldn't believe that 96 and 94 
hadn't snatched it up and weren't yeah. they weren't getting crazy radio play yeah, for it. Yeah, the ra- the fact that the stations weren't playing some of their songs are like totally radio songs yeah. that I, it just doesn't even make any sense. In some areas around the country, I think they're getting radio play, but for some reason not around here uh, in the seven five seven. But yeah, that one's a good one. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I maybe I, I thought, thought that one was like ulti- ultimate obvious. Maybe I thought that I had already oh. talked about it because probably because I had spoken. A, I talked about give a little. Yeah. So, um, no, I've been thinking about something other than you. Mm-hmm. So we there's a dance to this song. I just have to put, point this out in the music video. There's a dance number. Mm-hmm. Um, again, throwback from the Blues Brothers. Uh, where the scene where they're dancing in the street, yeah, <laughs> to uh, shake a tail feather or something like that. And Ray Charles's, yeah, Ray yeah. Charles scene. Um, the just people in town are dancing in the street. So Hanson hired a choreographer, and there's this dance number in the music video, and they released a video where we could learn the dance number. So. We've attempted to do this dance during shows, but it just doesn't work. I mean, when you're in a... Too many people. Yeah, when you're all crunched together. Um, but there's, they're all like 50s and 60s types of dance moves, and yeah. it's fun. Um, so, but yeah, I just had to point that out. There's a, a dance number to that one. <laughs> and people do that at their weddings. Hands and fans have made their wedding parties perform this choreographed dance number <laughs> at their weddings and such. Mm. Thankfully, it wasn't around. When we got married. So. Yeah, it was it was on the table when Jenny got married. <laughs> <laughs> there was... There was, there was the n- DJ was never going to concede to that, though. I mean, he wouldn't have needed to have any parts of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I would have. I was in the wedding party. Well, the girls could have just done oh, it. Okay. You know. Sure. Anyways, they didn't, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> but that was something that... Um, Jenny had mentioned, and I thought it was funny. And I do. W- I wish that it had been around. We got married, but lucky for you, we didn't have Yay. a big wedding, That's so true too. it wouldn't have happened regardless. Yeah. So um, there were all of like five people yeah. <laughs> in our wedding, yeah. which was nice, actually. By choice. By choice. Okay. So there's that one, and there's not that many songs on my list that we haven't talked about. I had to put this one on. I'm typically not a fan of their songs about loss and they have a lot of them. Um, the me, myself and I isn't even really a song about loss. It's a breakup song. Right. Some people out there love a good breakup song. If you want to cry over a breakup, listen to this song. And, and I, and I say that kind of funny, like kind of jokingly, but it is a really good breakup song. Um, me, myself, and I will, nev- will um, never be alone. Um, but the... the um, what am I thinking of? <laughs> I lost my train of thought. The um, It's so hot in here. It is very hard to concentrate. <laughs> yeah. We got a lot of things working against us in here. But Oh, and the kids. Yeah. yeah. So the verses. Right. So when you listen to the verses... It must be the end of the road. Must be the end of you and I and forever too. Walking the last bridge alone. I don't know. And there's a line about, I don't really care who's right. I'll give you the last words tonight. Like, you're done. You're just done. Yeah. It's exhausting, as Taylor Swift says. (laughs) It's exhausting. Um, You're just like... I get, oh, I don't really care who's right. I'll give you the last words right. There's another line. Um, I gave you the best part of my life. So it's like, it's a bittersweet, like, just sad breakup song. It's a song about losing um, someone you love and it being over. Yeah. And your face is like, mm. nope. <laughs> <laughs> so again, I feel like it, it was. It's a great song, and it merited uh, being on the list. I'm usually not a, you know, song about loss, death, dying. There's songs uh, by Hanson, a song, um, When You're Gone. And one of the biggest ones, oh, gosh. Not I Will Come To You, although I Will Come To You is on my list. That's a, fr- a song about friendship, really. Um 
you want to play another one here? Yeah, I guess so. Because there's a... We've got five in. We've got seven more in the conversation. And then you so, still have a whole bunch that you haven't... I haven't talked about tonight. Right. I mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. It's my number one song. Right. I, You know, it changes. It changes with my mood. It changes in where I am in life. Because over the years, being a fan for as long as I have... Um, those song, there are certain songs will speak to me depending on where I am in life. Um, they've had songs that they've released about being parents, um, being new in love, being old in love, being um, breaking up and getting back together, um, all kinds of stuff where maybe I've been in that place. And it, well, tonight, although I finished nursing school two and a half years ago now, yeah. <laughs> tonight is still one of those songs that it speaks to me because it's tonight is the last night and tomorrow's an open door. It's just, it's like an anthem. Say what you mean and mean what you say. Um, it's sort of a, this chapter has ended and tomorrow is a new day and it just feels good. Well, it also has that uh, part at the end. Maybe. Don't oh, wait. It's got tomorrow. such a good breakdown. Yeah. Most of the songs that I like that have been on this list have these either a great guitar solo or a really good breakdown. So, oh yeah, tonight has a really good breakdown where they have this really good build up. And it it's a ro- it's a kind of a rocking song and they all of a sudden the rock stops and the harmony comes in. Yeah. Don't wait for tomorrow. Don't wait, because it just might be. And it's just this great build-up piano, and dr- just a great drum beat comes in. And then it explodes. Like, And even after it explodes, you don't think there's any further for it to go. And then they still, they, they like, layer on the harmonies. Yeah. And it gets bigger and bigger, and then ends in this kind of quiet tone. Yeah, like so, piano, right? It just fades out to yeah, this piano. Yeah, the piano. So I'm going to slide that into the combo. I don't I don't <laughs> feel strong enough about it to put it put it all the way through automatically. Okay. All right. So we've got a couple more here. So the one um there's three more I really want to talk about here. So this time around, okay. is one of the big ones. Um It's still one of my favorites. There's not many from their sophomore album. It's funny that their sophomore album was titled this time around. Right. And so this was their first um, release, their first single from that album. And it's self-titled. The song is this time around. The album was this time around. Initially, I think people thought this time around was like, oh, this time around, like this album. (laughs) This time around when we released this album. But it's not about that at all. Um it's sort of, it's a shorthanded story about somebody giving their life for their country. So, and, and standing up for you, what you believe in. So it's just, oh gosh, another rocking song to me. You can't say, I didn't give it, I won't wait. Another minute, we're on our way this time around. Also amazing acapella and harmony in a, in a live show. Yeah. They will start that's the song like that. Oh. Um, they also have us do roundabouts or whatever you call it where you're repeating the line and they're singing one part. So we're singing in the audience. Call and respond. Yeah, call and respond. We're singing, won't go down, you know, while... They're singing, you can't say, I didn't give it, I no. won't wait. Yeah. You got to do it with me. Got to do it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> won't go down. Nope. It's just uh, another one that we've been doing. We've been singing and, and seeing performed for years upon years live and so much fun live. So we have five in and nine in the convo still. And then you still have, because I gave you 30. Uh-huh. To, to play with, to try to get to the 10. I still <laughs> feel like there, there's two. Mm, two? 
Did two. We, well, I mentioned tra- Tragic Symphony. You told me that wasn't the ones that you said yes to. Well. But um, did I throw that one? I thro- wanted to throw that one into the combo. Tragic up. Symphony is another just kind of rocking song. I'm coming from a dark emotion. I'm giving you all that's left of me. You're giving me a crazy notion. I'm falling for your tragic symphony. Bum bum ba bum bum woohoo bum bum. It's a grooving, just really bluesy song. On anthem, you talked started talking about that earlier. Anthem you thought was going to be this rock album. Yeah. Well, it's an eclectic album. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There's, I don't, I don't think any kind of theme to it, but they aptly named it anthem because each song is individually like an anthem for this or an anthem for that um, specific thing that they're singing about. But yeah, that one is a very bluesy song. It makes me think of Michael Jackson almost. Some parts of it. Yeah. Um, All right, so we're we're coming up to the end here. Um, okay. I'm going to toss, let's see, the two that I think should be in. Okay. Make It Out Alive. I'm surprised you haven't brought that up. That's one that makes me think of us. That's a personal favorite because of our relationship. (laughs) We may not make it out alive. Whoa. What does it matter if you're here by my side? (laughs) Yeah. I just I think it's a good song. <laughs> like again, it's not something I'm going to seek out, but I feel like if somebody were to listen to it, they might have a different perspective. Um True. Blue Sky. I'm really surprised you haven't played that. I marked off that I did. I don't know. On my list. No, you haven't. Oh. Blue Sky was my f- pr- previous favorite number 1 song before Tonight. Tonight was released on um, their newest album, Anthem. So before Anthem came out, even though um, under or not underneath, but um, Shout It Out has been my favorite album. You know, in most of a lot of my favorite songs have come from that album. Um, Blue Sky from the album before Shout It Out, The Walk. Blue Sky remained my favorite song hmm. even through Shout It Out. Blue Sky was still my favorite song of Hanson's song. And mostly because it's like story of my life, man. I'm always searching for something. Um, Everybody's looking for a blue sky, searching for an answer on a satellite. It's just you're looking for something more to life. It's like nothing is ever good enough. You're always searching, looking to get through that storm and searching for that blue sky. So then, obviously, if it was on your list, and I'm, I'm putting it through. <laughs> Yay! We have seven. Okay. Seven in. All we right. need to get three, three more. more. Um, I'm gonna. Let's just go with the ones that are already in the combo, because a lot of these All other right. ones I was gonna veto anyway. So, uh, or I'm just not familiar enough with. So we need to get three out of, out of these ones. Crazy beautiful, use me up, something going around, lost without you. Go, and I waited. Stories, tonight, tragic symphony, and this time around. Um, I'm willing to concede. Uh, is there anyone that you feel absolutely strong about that? That's it might sway somebody's opinion. Any of those? Tragic symphony. Okay, I'm willing to concede on that. I'll let that one through. So we need two more. Um, tonight is is one of the ones that you're still on the on the edge about there, huh? Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Hmm. It's like my favorite song. Come on, man. Okay. What else do I need to say to get you to? All right. Um. So we just need. I think it's then. worth if you're gonna listen to ten Hanson songs. I think that that's gonna be one of them. Okay. I think. Um. So one more. Um. D- looking at what we have through. So, w- did you not put Lost Without You on there? No. 
<laughs> okay. So the reason I think Lost Without You should be in that top ten, it's their most re- it's on their most recent album. It is a quintessential Hanson song. It is definition of all things Hanson to me, which is rocking, feel good, um, love song. Um, I don't know, catchy. It's a pop song that rocks. Okay, so we got our ten then. Okay, I'm willing to concede all three of those. Okay. Um, <laughs> already home. Give a little strong enough to break. Lost without each other. Thinking about something. Make it out alive. Blue sky. Tragic symphony. Tonight. Lost without you. Now, if you listen to these ten songs and you're you're intrigued enough to to concede that maybe you've been wrong about them i'm using the word concede a lot all of a sudden but uh i highly recommend listening to to uh um shout it out and anthem again i'm not going out of my way to listen to them but those two records i'm not shutting off either if you pop those in i'm gonna be fine and just judging by our list it looks like a lot of that got through and a lot of that I still, when listening to those records, can't understand why they don't get more radio play. These songs, these songs are better than nine out of ten radio songs I hear. It's out there, yeah. So I, to me, it's mind-boggling. So I don't know. To take that for what it's worth. Um, any last words to somebody who may still be on the fence about Hanson? Um, you know, I think to just put in perspective. What you might see them as was their version of the uh, of them twenty years ago, yeah. <laughs> over twenty years ago now, and know that hey, um, we all we grew up, they grew up too. Um, they've been through things in life that have shaped their music. Um, you know, they're married, they have children, they've um, struggled, and they um, deserve a listen. I think because they're not who they used to be. And although nothing is wrong with who they used to be, in my opinion, but <laughs> they have evolved as a band. Their songs don't sound like Umbop. They have grown men voices because they're grown men. <laughs> um, they still write their own music. They produce all their own music. Um, Isaac is great, apparently, on, a, on the board there. He's a great producer. Um, so they still write. They release stuff for their fans that are... Only for the fans' ears. They are stuff that maybe Zach just was in his studio and put together on his computer, and it's just fun and stupid. And and I say stupid because he released Devil's Nachos. Yeah, Devil's Nachos, too hot. <laughs> um, he released a whole album called Digital um, Digital Pants or something like that, unzipped. Um, so. <laughs> Stuff that random content he's released. They released this song to the fans. Oh, it's been years now. But on Valentine's Day, that was just, um, oh, gosh. I had it, and then it went from my brain. Good. Um, (laughs) The music video, they made a music video for it where they're just smearing, like, chocolate all over their face, but in a a sexy manner, but it's not really sexy. It's just funny. Okay. Um, But for Valentine's Day, like, you know. Oh, yes. Chocolate all over my face. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, I, what makes them great is they're good guys. They, um, they are very loyal to their fans, and they respect and honor the loyalty that their fans have for them. Um, every year they hold a Hanson weekend thing for us in their hometown of Tulsa. We have to go there, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> you do what you got to do. And they hold a yearly thing in, um, they've been going to different places, but Mexico, they call it back to the island where you go for a weekend or a week. I don't remember how long it is because I've never been where you're nothing but Hanson and you're on a beach and it's beautiful and they do stuff with you, like make drinks with you, like drink sessions and tie dye sessions. And you just, you feel like you know them. Yeah. I mean, they, seem, they seem like nice enough dudes. Yeah, when you when you're a fan, you don't just feel like it's not just about the music. It's about the whole package. Like you feel good about being their fan 
because they're not these selfish, like ridiculous guys that aren't connected with life. They're not like, you know, druggies or alcoholics or anything crazy like that. Um, they're married with lots of children, (laughs) so they're responsible, great dudes. They're just good people and you feel good about listening to their music and being a fan when you're a fan. So, well, with all that being said, thanks for being here on. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) An hour is done. Done All right. So that's going to do it for this week. Um, I haven't gotten to the, to scheduling next month's stuff. I'm leaning towards Pixies. So maybe you'll know soon. But uh, in the meantime, seriously, what's it going to hurt to take go to Spotify, subscribe to this list, and give these 10 songs a listen? What are you doing anyway? Just give it a chance. Maybe maybe you don't become a fan, but maybe you come off the, the edge with them and just you know let them just be what they are. And, uh, and not hate on them. Oh, and, and I guess one of the things I wanted to say, mm-hmm. it has, something has to be said about a band who... The joke is Mbop, but they still play Mbop. They oh, still love that song. They stand by Mbop. You you ask them anytime they get they get interviewed. Do y'all still you know what about? They are not embarrassed by that song. Yeah, and they play it at every um, show. It's still great. It's a good song. <laughs> okay. It's fun to yeah. listen. We all love it. Anyways, um, <laughs> they're not embarrassed by it. They are not, oh, yeah, Umbop made us big. You know, we're, we're, we're not about that anymore. They don't do that. They still are hold true that uh, that song. Yeah. I mean. Well. Yeah. That's time to go. So, uh, Hanson, <laughs> learn them and love them, people. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs>